All right, so you guys ready to talk about the hologram video that Kim Kardashian just posted? Oh, I, I haven't seen this yet. Oh, good. Well, go ahead and fire that bad boy up. Because <laughs> I've good. been reading, I, I was just reading through the list of, like, who Trump requested to be in his corona video or whatever. Okay. Have you guys seen that? No. Oh, my God, it's great. It has, like, almost every celebrity you could think of. And it's, like... If they accepted or declined their offer, if it's like pending, anything like that, and then like why they would or why they wouldn't be in the video and all this stuff, and it's a wonderful read. And this is the most important detail. One of the people who declined, Miranda Cosgrove, stan her. Our queen. <laughs> Our queen. Queen Betty Miranda. White too, another <laughs> legend. Lauren, I'm going to send you a very important video. I'm going to send it to both you guys, but it's it's really more important to Lauren. The hair. I know. Wow. There's a lot He's, of people obsessed with him in my group chat. Everyone is, Ty. Are you not? <laughs> Get the fuck out of this place. <laughs> I have to say that I don't... I, um, I appreciate Logan Lerman. I don't know if I see what everyone else sees when they go, wow, look at how beautiful he looks in this picture. But I do appreciate him and I do think he's a very handsome person. I just I'm not sure if I if I get if I get it exactly. I'm just being honest. You don't have to. I'm just being honest. Being real. Couldn't stop talking to me. <laughs> I don't think he cares too much. I do don't, you? but I, I'm here to defend Lauren's honor. Thank you. <laughs> now, I, I really, not before, but like after the gray hair pictures were released, my view has been altered. There's just something about them. That's all. You just want to cheer for them. And it doesn't happen with a lot of white boys. <laughs> Except it does with almost exclusively white boys. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's uh, top five white guys. Top five white boys, let's go. Dylan O'Brien. Logan Lerman, Nick Jonas. Are you talking about my top five? <laughs> well, you've started naming them, so. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm pretty set in that top three. <laughs> are you? Are you? Are, are we doing men or boys? Like, would there be a difference if we if we widen the range? I think an important part for Lauren is they started as boys when she was a girl. Yeah. They grew up together. He was a boy. I was a girl. <laughs> what was going to say? Can we make it any more obvious? <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stuffed, a mass Singer podcast. My name is Tyler. I'm Lauren. I'm Quinn. And this is a podcast where we usually talk about Survivor, but due to an ongoing global pandemic, we are currently forced to watch... Uh, Robin Thicke, Jenny uh, McCarthy, Wahlberg, uh, Ken Jong, and Nicole Schlesinger. Guess <laughs> who? Schlesinger. She has a hard last name to say. Schlesinger. Schroeder. Schrodinger. <laughs> uh, guess uh, as uh, celebrities sing songs in silly mascot costumes. Um, this is actually we we did not have an episode last week and is, this is actually not our fault. We did it for one. We did it, it. We didn't record an episode last week because there was no mass singer last week because of the World Series. So honestly, I really thought we missed an episode, and I didn't know until I went to watch it today. <laughs> we no, we actually did it. We did a good job. Uh, we didn't miss anything. I'm very proud of us. Um, but this. Uh, this episode is yet another one where we we met a whole bunch of new singers, a bunch of new characters, and uh, so we didn't the get, second one... We what? did not get to guess the person revealed prior to this. Yes, episode. because we, we hadn't heard them perform before. But we all knew it. But we all knew it. I want to and, tell you when I knew it. All right. Okay. Well, I was going to say that this is actually the second weekend, or the second time in a row this season where on the first episode, uh, we guessed the person who went home, before, like, as the episode happened. Well, we don't get 
credit for it. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. I think Lauren, Lauren, I mean, we weren't there with Quinn, but Lauren deserves a point because she, she called it in the third second. I'll tell you when I. <laughs> no, that's okay. The third second. <laughs> we, we, me and Tyler made a, a, a long bit about it, but it, that's because on Big Brother, Cody said that Kaser hated him from the third second. He was like, <laughs> he's like, I had Gaser gun for me from the third second I was in the house. <laughs> That's deeply so like, specific. First second I felt okay. Second, okay. second, second I was in the house. I'm like, hey, you know what? Me and Gaser were good. Third second, things so changed. feels weird. He, he was out to get me. Anyways, but I knew who it was. So right at the start, when they showed uh, like the little clip of everyone who it was, and before lips, they showed them in like a black hoodie and like a blacked out visor from that little clip i knew it was wendy williams really and i don't i don't know why are you sure i don't Osborne? know anything about wendy williams you I don't that's wendy. wendy williams literally that's exact. just something about the her posture made me recognize her from all the memes and that alone hinted to me it was wendy williams was she standing in that, that- clip <laughs> I don't think she stood ever. This is probably the most entertaining episode we will ever have of Mass Singer. I, I, really, I had the most fun watching this. Um, Lips was Wendy Williams. I don't know if we... It was Lips. It's clear from second one, really. I Literally, it was like she started singing and I went, oh, well, that's Wendy Williams. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed and I went... Yep. <laughs> like I, I hadn't, I hadn't been listening close enough, but like this, Lauren said it, and it was, and then I was like, I, I laughed, and then I listened for like a couple more seconds, and I went, oh, a hundred percent, that's what he was. <laughs> and then we just got to watch the whole performance. Yeah, and as the performance went on, he just kept confirming that it was definitely what he was. Which she recited a paragraph from her song. The audience. <laughs> I loved. <laughs> I was. Uh, what was the word she used? Oh, oh I, I'm vamping. I'm vamping. <laughs> just, oh my just god! Just yelled, "I'm vamping" in the middle of the song, and people were like, "Hmm, who could it be?" And <laughs> somehow, fucking, fucking Ken, Mariah yeah. Carey, <laughs> Mariah. Although, that was hilarious, though. That was although, very funny. If someone, if. I was watching and I didn't hear any any of the voice or whatever, and there was just one costume who refused to stand up. I'd be like, I bet that's Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> what for? What? It, how it embarrassed Nick? It was worth it, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I, the, the, it was it was funny enough, even without having her actually on the show. It was funny enough having Ken just guess her and Nick and his reaction was so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Those two are definitely my favorite part of this show every week. It's, it could it's, just it's, be Ken. I really think it could. Ken, Ken and Nick's interactions together, and, and we like Nicole. And Nicole, I think, is good at, at guessing people. And then I the don't care for Robin right. and Jenny. But I'm saying, I'm saying, like, the show could function if it was just Ken yeah. and Joel McHale. See, yes, yes. Because yes. I think, I, yeah, the, to me, if it was just, and, and I would still, I think Nicole needs to be the straight man, because like. Joel is not the straight man, and Ken is not the straight man. You need somebody who can like make legitimate guesses and like ground the show. That's what you need Nicole for. They to the concept of the show. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, if it was just if it was just Joel and Ken all the time, I would not be mad about that. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure. So we'll just get lips out of the way, uh, and then we'll talk about everybody else. But genuinely, was the last performance too, right? Yeah, Perfect. every second of her performance was hilarious. <laughs> the fact she wouldn't stand for a second, probably. I like that you said the thing about her in the hoodie because the thing that I thought was funny was, and Lauren pointed out, she was like, "Is she not standing because the head is too high, like heavy?" No, I th- hear my theory. I have a theory on why she didn't stand. It's because last time she was in costume on her show for a Halloween episode, oh, she yeah. famously passed out. Mm, that's and a so, big hint. My theory. It was a what hint. What if she just didn't want to stand? Yeah, <laughs> she I didn't remember. Want to that. Pass out again, so she just sits. Even for the freaking elimination, I was laughing my head off. <laughs> uh, I thought it was interesting that Nicole broke the code in one of the clues, though, because there was a section 
where uh, the lips was in front of a sign that said West Wing Snack Bar. And that made Ken lean towards Alice and Jenny, which is when I was watching the group package, I got Alice and Jenny vibes. But then I heard her sing and it was clearly Wendy Williams. Yeah. <laughs> but but so I like see where he was coming from from that guest. But then I really liked when Nicole was straight up just like, I saw the WW and and those are Wendy Williams initials. And I was like, well, that's maybe, the kind of clues that they Yeah, maybe like, that's the way we need to look at the clues. We look at them too straightforward. Maybe we need to look at them like more abstract like that. See, these first episodes always frustrate me because the clues are so convoluted and yeah. Oh, there's one person I've never had less of a guess for this episode. Who? But we'll get to that. Okay. Do you think they saved why did they save the lower quality singers for one episode this and why one... didn't they like spread them out yeah because like then you get buster rhymes going when he was way better than a lot of people but someone who's not that great is gonna make like semifinals, you know yeah this mm. whole this whole um i'm not saying anyone was like bad but like the quality seemed to drop significantly even the judges said that they're like this is the fun (laughs) (laughs) this one it's like we're happy that you came out here (laughs) yeah i like good for you you did it (laughs) i I thought it was a very interesting yeah episode they they definitely had some weird performers on this one i really like the judges reaction to a lot of stuff this time i liked the drop it in the Drop it in the slot. Drop it in the slot. <laughs> the but ongoing like, bit of Ken like 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 dancing instead of doing the thing and getting more frustrated by it was very funny too. <laughs> I don't think Jenny McCarthy really understands Ken at all. It's my theory. No, and she's like, very off put by him. I think Nicole knows it's a joke, so she like jokingly is like. Come yeah, on, she Ken. plays it up. She's like, you yeah. silly goose. Yeah. Oh, Robin wait. just seems to be in his own little world. <laughs> <laughs> no, we gotta talk about... Jenny just doesn't get it. We gotta talk about my favorite moment of the episode, which we forgot to talk about, is when Wendy Williams was revealed and she was talking to all of them, and she goes, she goes, Robin Thicke, you've been staying out of trouble, and I... And then he was like, uh, me? <laughs> and I laughed so hard. It was so funny. <laughs> I was. I told Lauren. I was like, if I'm ever on the mass Singer, I'm definitely going to say, Robin, Robin Thicke, Have you been staying out of trouble? <laughs> <laughs> he looked shook. He looked like he was. He'd been up to some trouble. <laughs> but I genuinely, I genuinely don't think I'm gonna enjoy an episode more than this one right here. <laughs> it was so funny the whole time. Especially since um, it was funny because Nick comment Nick commented on it and it was like. You guys all seem so nervous because you just don't know what she's going to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they really did seem on it. <laughs> and it's hilarious she's lips because she's literally called the mouth. Like, that's a nickname she has. So yeah. they didn't even, like, try to hide it. Yeah, that was perfect. I like how she was definitely the one that, like, it wouldn't have been fun if she didn't go home this week because we just would have been like, okay, what is what is we going to get the Wendy Williams reveal? I highly disagree. Her. Would have loved to see her sing another <laughs> song. Oh, would she snort? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, I do think it would be fun to watch her do another song because she was very fun to watch. All right. You guys ready to... The others. Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Are you guys ready to talk about everybody else? I guess. All right, let's talk about... I'm sad. I am just sad because I still think the lip costume is hilarious. And I wish we could just see more of it visually. We didn't get it it in motion. (laughs) Yeah, I'm disappointed that we didn't get a dancing lips, you know? I would have loved to see how it looked when she walked because it would have been funny to to me i know i'm really disappointed in <laughs> the lack of movement because like, everything else a... was spot on i just wanted to see it yeah because a pair of limbs like sticking out of lips is funny and it it wasn't used to its full comedic potential all right you guys ready to talk about squiggly monster squiggly yeah this is the one not a fucking clue all right, well, the sneak peek episode gave us the clue. It's very fitting. They have so many appendages. After all, I've known for having a lot of hands to latch onto. 
He said tonight, good evening, my fellow Americans. I chose the squiggly monster because people always roll their eyes at me. But now I can roll all, all mine at them. He says, uh, a salami link and an emperor penguin are seen next to a sign that says super squiggly world. Uh, there's a kind of a video game vibe of the clue package night. Uh, during the character select screen, uh, Ken Jong, or a picture of Ken Jong was shown amongst other contestants from this season. Um, not sure if that was clue, but it might be. Maybe he and Ken have worked together at some point. Pink balls of yarn, chocolate chip cookies, a man with a large pink bow tie and monocle, a stethoscope, a news desk, and a DJ's turntable appeared throughout the package. He said he's a patchwork of personas, the father figure and the scoundrel, a hyperactive voice for the people, and a worry wart and a maniac. And then he said, I am no Dumbo. And ladies, let's be honest, I'm easy on the eyes. Uh, he sang the song, Have You Ever Seen the Rain by Creedence Clearwater Revival. And uh, when asked about being the Scooby Monster, he said, it's just awesome. I just want to make people happy and spread peace and love. And another thing is, this is actually the size of my real head. Huge brain. Now, I definitely got that this guy was some kind of comedian. Uh, I don't think any of the guesses were good. Or It right. better not be fucking Al Franken. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't think it's Al Franken. I don't it's think it's Ray Romano or Brad Garrett. And it's definitely not Dr. Belchie. Well, I'm saying, are they bringing, like, fucking bill cosby as like the pudding cup next what the <laughs> fuck what the fuck kind of guess is al franken but he did have sarah palin on in one of the most dramatic episodes of last season as it was the it was the night the pandemic began <laughs> uh <laughs> i i think it's a comedian but like a comedic actor i'm feeling yeah. more not like a stand-up i feel like there's somebody who worked with ken jong before my guess was Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I feel like it probably isn't, but I do li like the guess. And then Lauren was like, because they work together. And I was like, oh yeah, in that, that one Sandra Bullock movie with Ken Jong, that All About Steve, that Joe McHale makes fun of all the time. And Lauren was like, no, The Hangover. <laughs> and I went, all right. <laughs> He was giving me a lot more credit than I, I was like, oh, what a funny reference to make. And Lord was like, no, it's a very famous movie. <laughs> and I went, oh, yeah, my bad. Because yeah. I think it's someone who has, like, worked with Ken, maybe. But they're tall. They're very tall. I was surprised by that. Could it be Is Joel? It... I don't think it's Joel. And we've heard Joel sing, though, remember? Because he yeah. said yeah. Blurred Lines. And and I think he likes being a rose. I think he likes being a judge too much that he would never actually do it. Yeah. Could it be one of his other co-stars from All About Steve? It's what if it's who's Steve in All About Steve? Is that Bradley Cooper? Yeah, I believe so. Yes. Who's to say? Um, <laughs> Sleep it. You're right. He yeah, was, I really don't know. Ken Jeong was in Furry Vengeance with uh, uh, fucking um, Brendan Fraser. Oh, I'd love if it was... Actually, no, because I'd be mad at Brendan Fraser because I expect a better costume choice from Brendan Fraser. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm looking it up. Oh, no, no. Bradley Cooper is in this. Okay. <laughs> I got scared. And I thought maybe I'd gotten Bradley Cooper confused with Thomas Aiden Church, but they're both in it. <laughs> so we're good. Okay. You know what? I'm still, I'm going back to Al Franken because it still really disturbs me that Jenny McCarthy's implication that going on The mass Singer could redeem someone from sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it, right? I'm really stuck on it. Ooh, here's somebody who isn't all about Steve that that we could that we maybe consider. And as we know, a giant, maybe maybe not maybe not uh, in stature, but certainly in our industry, uh, Noah Monk, Gibby from my <laughs> was in all about Steve. Rob Riggle. When you said Monk, I immediately went Tony Shalhoub. So I'm gonna make that my official guess. Wait, even though official guess. He's won a Tony for Best Actor in a Musical, except he does not sing in said musical. What, so, who are we talking about? I didn't hear. Tony Shalhoub. Adrian Monk himself. Tony Shalhoub. So I'm going to, because I, I straight up have no idea who this is. So I'll say Tony Shalhoub, because part of me wants it to be. 
I was looking up all of the movies Ken Jong's been in, and he's been in so much shit. This is going to be impossible. <laughs> Rob Riggle was in Hangover. I also want to say this cover sucked. I don't even... I don't know. I, I feel like I was just disappointed with all of them. Yeah, the original song is... It's like, I don't know what they did with it, but it doesn't sound... It sounds like really lame now. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he made, it's like not as cool of a song as it really is. Ken Jong was on Glee? Everyone's on Glee. Alright, I forgot. I, I had a three-episode arc on Glee. How could you forget that, Tyler? Your I've done Glee a lot of things. Credentials are <laughs> I've done a lot of things. I can't keep track of every hour-long musical television series I appeared on. I thought you were a Gleek, but really, you're just a freak. Oh, that's the meanest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> I don't think it's not Rob Riggle. Uh, I was about to guess. There was a stethoscope, right? It could be. Like, I was I know about... Not... I don't... Hold on, one per... Okay, we gotta do one person. <laughs> I'm gonna guess a different person, so I'm gonna go ahead and let you talk. No, I was gonna say, I was thinking stethoscope in the... I remember when it was on, I was like, Cephoscope, let's go through doctor shows. And then I went Scrubs, and then I was like, I know it's Zach, not Zach Braff, because he's too busy being broken up with by Florence Pugh. <laughs> Could it be Donald Fajon? I hope not. No. I, oh, I saw a commercial. He, like, host. I was watching a movie on Tubi last night, and I saw a commercial for, like, this really niche, tiny game show I've never heard of that he hosts. And I'm like, oh, Donald. <laughs> You deserve better. I feel like he just is, he's doing whatever is offered to him, I think, at this point. I know, he's but sad I love him. Sad. <laughs> Was Squiggly Monster the one with the three men and a baby reference? Maybe. I think so. Yeah, because that's who Robin guessed, some guy I'd never heard of before. Oh, he, he, no, no, no. That was a different guy. That was He guessed Stephen Gutenberg. That was oh, uh, Broccoli. Broccoli. That was oh, yeah. Broccoli. All right. Well, anyways, my guess that I'm going to make, anyways, um, is Dave Foley. That rings a bell. Where have I heard that name? He's a very famous um, comedy actor. He was in Kids in the Hall, famously. Okay. Uh, And then he's been in a bunch of other things since then. But going off of the clues and the voice, I don't think the voice sounds wrong to me. Uh, He was on Dr. Ken. He's only 5'8". Well, well. It's also possible that they're... Yeah, it's also possible that they're wearing something to make him taller, but uh, uh, there was that, and then there was the fact that um, there was a... um, uh, Hold on, let me pull up the the clues again. A news desk, and Dave Foley was on news radio. And... Like I said, because he was on Dr. Ken and there was uh, a stethoscope. Uh, he's also been on uh, he's also on Becker, another show about a doctor, so that's possible too. Uh, but I would have to see if there was any other clues, but I don't, I think it could be him. It sounds a little bit like him. He's a comedy guy, you know? So I'm yeah, good go, go as a guess as any. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who's next? He's also on Scrubs as a doctor. And he played Dr. Dave Foley on Tom Goes to the Mayor. It seems like he plays a doctor a lot. Maybe this makes sense. Wait a minute. He's on multiple television shows playing a character named Ted Beagley Jr. One of them... One of, is that like a parody of Ed Begley Jr.? I guess, but he was on the show <laughs> Hot Properties. And then... Years later, appears on Hugh Jackson VP as the same character. That's hysterical. <laughs> oh man! Oh, Doctor Fulton on the middle. He plays a lot of doctors. People people look at Dave Foley and they go, "You must be a doctor." Oh, and he was, of course, the uh, the voice of Flick in A Bug's Life, famously. Not a bad guess. Thank you. A lot of more doctor roles popping up as I look through his uh, Wikipedia. Alright. Um, shall we move on? Was Mushroom next? Uh, yes. Alright. 
Here are the clues from the sneak peek episode clues. Uh, if you want to know who's behind my mask, you'll need to figure out who's under my hats. Um, and then there was a shit ton of Ableton references. How does a mushroom grow up to be a healer and a scholar? I sprouted up underground, young, scrappy, and fungi, 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 <laughs> fungi. They say in, um, a hot dog stand topped by a brown hat. So there's another hat reference. A green grasshopper playing violin. She's gardening tools and a giant turn up with a tie all show up in the package. Uh, they say they started out uh, in the rat race at a job that may surprise you. Since the world turned upside down, which is another Hamilton reference. Uh, and they got their shot, another one, to turn a hobby into a career. Uh, people don't understand them, but they keep growing and grinding until somebody said yes to, to the, say yes to this. Jesus Christ, they made so many Hamilton references. Schumer, what happens? Uh, now I'm able to rise up and help others grow. So it may have been a broken road to get here, but it means the world to share my story on this stage. Um, then they sang, this, woman, this woman's work by Maxwell, original, originally by Kate Bush, uh, when asked if they turned to mush when they saw the costume, they said a bit, yes, the earth is still a beautiful place. And as the mushroom, I want to remind everyone that we're all connected. This was a head scratcher. Does anybody have a guess? I think it's, it's too many Hamilton references to be someone involved with Hamilton. That was my thought, too. I instantly ruled out anybody from Hamilton. What about someone who just was on the mixtape? Who? Who's your guest? Hit us. No, I don't know. I'm just offering oh. that. <laughs> Lauren, Lauren famously hates really, the mixtape. It really sounds... I'm anti-Hamilton anti mixtape. <laughs> That's perfectly It natural. feels like music fan fiction to me. <laughs> I don't know. She, it's it very Hamilton weird. I, I don't get it. Fiction, though, deep down. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> That's why it's so. It's so. It's a musical fan fiction of a fan fiction. <laughs> okay, so I had two guesses. The first one was when they were talking about the beautiful nature or whatever. When asked if they turned to mush, that answer. So mm -hmm. I was thinking environmentalist. Maybe it's Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay, sure. <laughs> The very Ken way of right, thinking. Ken. That's, that's my Ken guess, yeah. But my real guess, and I hope it's not this person because I cannot stand them, but it might be Todrick Hall. Who? It's, he, he's like a... I don't really know. He's like wants to be a drag queen, but he's not really a drag queen, but he also is in drag a lot. He sucks he, for a lot of reasons. He like doesn't pay workers, but he's like gay famous. <laughs> no. Or gay miss. <laughs> but I think it might be him. There seemed to be like a, he's like a theater nerd. It got all that in, like because well, yeah, the cause mushroom like, all is the like Hamilton references. Just could be the fact that he does like uh, it was on he was on Broadway in Kinky Boots. Yeah, and he doesn't he like do like his shows or like weird concert performances of yeah musicals or something like that to that effect. like they're his own songs but he like did a he released an album like based off the wizard of oz oh that's what I'm yeah thinking of. all this weird stuff. i don't know anything about this so, i don't like him I, he's, I don't think he's a good person but it could be him because also like the mushroom is a drag character too because you thought a mushroom was a woman until they started singing especially even then like the it's a very ambiguous gender no matter what yeah the voice was kind of ambiguous too yeah um but you could tell it's i don't know i don't think i, I don't like mushroom so i don't want it to be todger call because i don't like todger call <laughs> i i, I had is a good guess, said it i don't think i don't think this is the mushroom because uh for many reasons but i did think the voice kind of reminded me of um of tennis burgess a little bit uh it's not his body though. Yeah, it's not his body though but i did think it sounded a little bit like it could be him um that's about all I got, though. This was tough. I mean, I'm a whole, I'm I'm definitely on the same page. Oh, I, I think Nicole said Anthony Ramos, which is not a terrible guess. No, based but on the Hamilton like, references. But again, no it's no way it's a Hamilton. Yeah, person. it can't be someone from Hamilton because of how many references to Hamilton they made. I think a lot of people thought he uh, Jordan Fisher was the mushroom. Interesting. He tweeted, was attached to Hamilton. He tweeted something like, "Okay, guys." It's not me. And that always makes me suspicious. <laughs> uh, I don't hate that guess. 
Jenny's guess voice would be better. Wasn't bad, except for the fact Frank Ellison would literally never do this. Right. Well, and the thing that makes me the thing about Jordan Fisher is like to me, he's such a good singer that that it would be it would be a much better performance. He wouldn't need to do the falsetto thing unless that was something he wanted to use to throw people off. Unless he wanted to throw them off in the first week and then like blow their mind with like a normal song next week. That's what what I was thinking too. It could be someone who's really trying to mask who they are vocally as well. Yeah, but when Jordan is he famous enough to do that? He was on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, he's he absolutely Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars. I don't know. Like, there's seen... a lot of crossover between the two shows. See, I love him, but I don't know how many other people <laughs> like. Can... Aside from like, uh, you know, age thirty and under. Brian Austin Green is not famous enough. If if, if he's famous True. enough. True. No, Jordan that was okay. I wasn't saying. That he wasn't. I, I now understand the confusion of what I said. I was not saying he's not famous enough to be on the Mass Singer. What I was asking is, is he famous enough to have to hide his voice? Oh, okay. That's what my question was. But like, maybe he's just maybe he's just literally like, I need it to be a surprise. It's just like for personal validation. Yeah. Or like he just wanted. And a lot of I can see him just being that. like, hey, Brian Austin Green did that. He did an Eastern European accent. No, Mark Sanchez did. Oh. Oh, is are we talking about? We're talking about the guy that nobody knew when he was. <laughs> baby time, Alien. Guys, this whole time I still didn't know who you guys were talking about. No, Baby <laughs> Alien was Mark Sanchez. The draft. The draft. Yeah. yeah. He was the one that did the Eastern European accent. Right. I know. I was talking about draft, but you're right. Mark Sanchez did it, and Mark Sanchez didn't have to do that. So he could just be like, I just feel like trying to trick people and singing my falsetto he could be doing that he, um, he just doesn't want a single person to get it right but we're too quick we're too smart and you're, like, un, you're unstuffed but I, I don't know i feel like maybe we'll see next week next time they perform but i feel like i i listen to those magic changes like it's my church so his version of it and i feel like i would know immediately i remember i didn't really have much of an opinion on jordan fisher until rent live and then he did that and went holy fuck that ruled (laughs) i was talking about grease live that's what i meant i said rent live but i meant grease live nobody has opinions on rent live get out of town Actually, when I, I was playing Among Us with random people the other day with a friend of mine, and we just kept, every time we, that meeting was called, we would talk in the chat uh, in front of everybody else about musicals. <laughs> and somebody's name was like, was like Mimi, so we kept talking about Brent. <laughs> and we were like, did you guys see Rent Live? That was crazy what happened to that guy's foot. Anyways, I think it's Brown. <laughs> it was fun. Okay. Um, anyways, enough about that. So. Who next? Well, I wanted to say one more thing about Mushroom. Uh, one of the guesses uh, that I just thought was really like I had like a weird moment watching it is when Jenny was talking about how maybe or they somebody had said maybe it's Donald Glover and Jenny being like are we cool enough to have Donald Glover on like he's so amazing and cool and I just had this weird moment thinking about the fact that like I like I've been following Donald Glover's career back when nobody knew who he was. And now he's being referenced on a show where they're like, he would never do this show. We are not cool <laughs> enough for him. He is I, the I, best. I, and I just think that's really neat. <laughs> I like how the judges are at least aware <laughs> yeah, they know. of the caliber of person who would be but on it. Ken does have a personal relationship with him. So that's that is- true. That is true. <laughs> he would never. He would what never. if he did? That'd be insane. <laughs> I, I wasn't me. Or was it? I just wasn't me. I didn't do it, or I did. Who knows? I don't. Pop star. So, um, <laughs> the the other thing I think would be funny if like the head came off and it was Donald Glover, and he was just like, "How did I get? I don't even know." <laughs> Is that Ken? You <laughs> just, just did a visual thing, but I'm the only one who can see it. Um, <laughs> I was looking around confused. Like the bit was that like that like Donald pretends like he wasn't doing the show, that he just was appeared in the costume. <laughs> and I think Squiggly Monster is in fact the one that uh I mean we kinda went back, but that Nicole is in love with. Oh, for sure, for sure. Even though worst costume, I hate Squiggly Monster. It's stupid. And it's also very not difficult for Nicole to fall in love with these characters because she does it. <laughs> 
constantly. <laughs> All right. Uh, who's next after Mushroom? Next was the Jellyfish. In the sneak peek episode, we got the clue. I assure you that while I may be cold-blooded, I have a warm and glowing flow with H2O. Um, her first clue package um, has her sharing her little fairy tale with a book titled The Littlish Jellyfish. Uh, once upon a time, I reigned supreme over an entire underwater kingdom, but after moving from coast to coast for so long, my castle started to feel like a gilded cage. Um, she said, red and white fans, white lilies, an organ, steam pipes, a tiara, a flower crown, and baby powder all appeared in the package. She says she got to branch out and experience things she missed out on, like making friends, going to parties, and being free. Um, there's a sign that says, new rules, no rough guys. Uh, no just can't get enough guys. No chest, always so puffed guys. There's a reference to Coachella called Glowjella. She says she's going with the flow on a new adventure, and she's sitting next to an angelfish and a stingray. She's saying Big Girls Don't Cry by Fergie, and when asked what made her decide to do the show, she said jellyfish have a powerful sting. I'm really competitive with myself, so I wanted to come up here and prove something. So I, have a, I think I have a good guess. It's okay. between two people, but all the clues apply to them pretty equally. Or the few clues I picked up on. I mean, I'm not... I have, like, maybe two. But I think it's one of the modern family girls, either Sarah Highland or Ariel Winter. Maybe Sarah because... Sarah Highland can sing better, I think. Who was Sarah Highland? So it might be Ariel Winter then. And that fits with, like, the under the sea fitting her name. Ariel? Little Mermaid. That's going to be my official guess then. Why were you thinking Modern Family? I was thinking it because... Wait, Tyler, read like the middle and I forget <laughs> the specific thing that made me think it. Or, no, here, it was just like the idea I was thinking child stars from what they were saying about like, yeah, I couldn't do once, anything. Once upon a time, I reigned supreme over an entire underwater kingdom, but after moving from coast to coast for so long, my castle started to feel like a gilded cage. Yeah, that that kind of rings child star to me or something. So that's I where that. I was thinking, and I just landed on the Modern Family Girls, and I feel good about it. And I honestly feel like that's something that, like, sh- that um, Ariel Winter would kind of say. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like she felt trapped in... Um, I don't think she liked growing up under. And she's the perfect level of medium famous. Mm-hmm. Unless maybe it could be Sarah. Because what I had said was like, she's definitely like, has a, a decent enough voice, but she's definitely like not a singer. Primarily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Sarah Highland is like necessarily like the best singer, but I think she's a little bit better than that. But I'm not entirely positive. And I also love the jellyfish costume because it's essentially just a hat and then some green clothes. <laughs> it's really just an, an, an outfit with a hat. Yeah. <laughs> and a weird mask. So the- it fits the idea of cabbage, which, you know, I would like to be. <laughs> this like jellyfish. It's, it's very obvious on, but like, I just really hate when the mask like has a mouth. Yeah. It's wrong. You can't. Yeah. Or just like the faint face. It's really just undetailed and that makes it almost creepier. Yeah. Well, do you have any other guesses for jellyfish? Are you looking anything up or no? No, I don't really know. Uh, I didn't get any specific vibes off of it. The Chloe uh, Grace Moretz I didn't think was too bad. That um, I think Ken said. I think she considers herself too famous. That's probably true. But as Ken mentioned, they are in a movie together that's coming out soonish. Why does so. everyone have to have a connection to Ken? Uh, I, I did it, like whether everybody like, happens to have a connection to Ken. I think you're just bragging about your IMDb, Ken. <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah, it was funny. Um, no, it just seems like he's a very easy. Pr- he's done so many different things that a lot of people have a connection to him somehow. Um, so his point of, oh, we have a movie together, it's like, oh, maybe, because a lot of times people randomly have a connection to Ken on the show. Um, is, is Ken Jong the new Kevin Bacon? Five degrees be. of... Ken Actually, Jong. I might say Seth Green, because when I was going over his Wikipedia page, that dude has done so many different things with so many different people at this point. It's crazy. But Ken also, same. So... 
to two very bizarre careers. <laughs> <laughs> um, anywho, all right, next person, broccolini, broccoli. Uh, Broccoli's sneak peek clue was I'm a broccolini mean heart pumping machine. After all, that's how I got my six pack. First cool packet starts off of a TikTok video with 60 M's, 60 million likes, and 75 comments. I didn't understand what the, what it was saying. First you snap two, three, and then broccolini back two, three. The gold mentions it's like Jason Derulo doing a TikTok dance. Uh, dogs made out of peppers, a soup can, cheese, a mariachi band, a yellow sports car with a license plate, ladies' man on it, and a car wash appear in the first package. The contest greased the wheels for my career, and now I'm so humbled to work with the biggest artist. And he calls himself a kid rolling with the OGs, but performing his passion, and he has been on many stages. He's saying, House is rocking, whole lot of shaking going on by Stevie Ray Vaughan and Jerry Lee Lewis. And when asked if he's a big fan of broccoli, he said, I love broccoli. I eat it all the time because I believe in eating healthy. Okay. First of all, have you heard Jason Derulo's newest song that's like in the top 10 right now? It's maybe the worst song I've ever heard in my entire life. I think oh, so. What's Jason. it called? What is it? It's like, I hate it so much. But okay, I just had to get that off my chest. I think it's, it's like called Squiggle, maybe. <laughs> Savage Love. That's what it's called. I hate that. Is song. it better or worse? Savage than Love song? and or Squiggle. <laughs> squiggle. <laughs> I was mixing up with Whistle or Swallow, other Chase and Derulo songs. What'd you say, Tyler? I, I said, is it better or worse than the Vin Diesel song? I don't know that song. I, I'm blessed to have peace. Ooh. My other least favorite song before this point was the Lazy Song by Bruno Mars. I despise that song, but this might be worse. Interesting. A little insight in my mind. But also, I have a good guess for this. It's whichever one of Cheech and Chong wasn't on before. I forget which one was on the show. Was it Chong that was on it? Yes. Okay, so I think it's Cheech. <laughs> it didn't sound anything like Cheech. I don't know what Cheech sounds like, but if it's not someone who's famous for being high, I will be furious. I don't think it is. I didn't think Howie Mandel was a horrible guess. I didn't either, but I would like to make a guess of a different America's Got Talent judge. I think it might be Hasselhoff. I was going to say Simon Cowell. No. <laughs> He's a broken Could you imagine? Bag? Yeah, that's true. It's definitely not so. I mean, has got a broken back. It's not funny, but I just like that Lauren shot that just now. Um, I don't know if the thing about um about a competition or or a contest, like he said, greased the wheels for his career. He did host um or did judge America's Got Talent for a little bit, but I don't know if that would have if that would be what he was referring to. Um, but some of the clues, like the ladies' man thing, um, many stages, um, six-pack, uh, the sports car, um, the soup can could be a reference to all the, uh, all the, the times soup. that they made fun of him on the soup. So, yeah. It's Joel McHale. <laughs> they're all Joel they're all Joel McHale. That'd be great. In like this uh, April Fool's Day episode, they had a bunch of costumes and every time it was Joel McHale. Oh, I would love that. Looking at list of works for him. I like how it's October thing. and we're planning our uh April Fool's episode. I told Lauren I, I'm willing to bet that you guys miss it, <laughs> even though you're planning it now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought about that when I was driving home today. I was like, we should do that. <laughs> you're just, you, you, you know, you just love pranks, so you think about them all the time. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Actually, <laughs> I do think about pranks all the time, but it's always like, mm, pranks. <laughs> Hate them. <laughs> just like the clip, uh, the clip show episode of Big Brother this season and all the montage of everyone scaring each other. I was like, I would hate living in that house. <laughs> I'd just be like annoyed constantly. 
He appeared on an episode of Big Brother? Who? Hasselhoff. What? Hasselhoff appeared on an episode of Big Brother. Just one episode? Yes. Um, I remember that. Oh, and also on the German version of Big Brother, I guess. See, that one makes sense. I had something that I thought may have been a reference. I I feel like he was on the soup at some point, but I don't see it listed anymore, so maybe I'm wrong about that. But yeah, um, I don't know. Those are my guess. That's my guess for right now. I don't have a lot of clues to back it up, but that's what I thought he sounded like. He's obviously a decent singer. He's known for being a singer, specifically in Germany. Um... So, and he's still making music. So, I don't think he was that good of a singer. No, well, I didn't think I didn't think Broccoli was either. But I mean, he wasn't bad. Definitely on the older side. Definitely on the older side. But yeah, that, I think that was my point, though. They could have split up Broccoli, um, Lips, and Squiggly Monster, and they could have honestly been the first three out in every episode. Yeah. <laughs> So, counterpoint, I don't know how much we think they plan that kind of stuff. Are they, like, so, do you think that they are so famous that they wanted to put them with worse contestants so that they would last longer? Maybe. Actually, that's a lie. Mickey Rourke and Wendy Williams would have gone first no matter what group they were in. (laughs) Now that I'm thinking about it. It's really just the Buster Rhymes upset, but you could be right. But then, like maybe it's someone that they're trying to like protect. Who would it be? Know. I have no idea. But, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> but again, in a weird way, this is a very confusing situation because there was first we went through Group A. No, we did Group A, and then we were introduced to Group B, and then we did another round of Group A, and then we did another round of Group B, and then this was Group C, and now there's no more groups. So this is it. We now will know everybody else from moving forward. There's no no new contestants after this. Do you think they knew they were going to have a break from the World Series, and that's why they scheduled it that way? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't really make any sense. I, I really don't it's know. I really cannot explain the reasoning behind this. It's very confusing. They should do like Tia and Tamara, or like Ali and AJ should go on, but they should like switch every week to really like. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan and Cole Sprouse. They would. They would absolutely never do this show. What's one? Hey, what's Dylan, one that would Dylan's go... at the perfect level to do it. Dylan would do it. Cole would not. I think. What's What's the perfect, like the funniest version of that of two twins of wildly different talent where you would know <laughs> you would know the difference immediately. I don't know if they're twins, but Jack and Kelly Osborne. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty obvious. Wasn't sure, Kelly Osborne? Like, I know those legs. <laughs> That's my son and or daughter. And or. What if uh, <laughs> Oliver and Kate Hudson? <laughs> <laughs> what if they're the snow owls? That's a good theory. I like that. I don't know. I don't know who the snow owls are. I'm getting very... I know this is pretty early in the season, but I'm getting very defeated. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I feel like we don't know anybody. I think I we've done anybody. excellent. I think we're right 100% of the time. <laughs> I wish it was possible for us to know who is singing next week. Who's to say? Is it is it another group C? It should be. What if it's a mix? What if they do like the group A semifinals? <laughs> Fuck it. Chaos reigns. Why not? talk about everybody? Yeah, we hit everybody. Because we started with Lips and Lips was last. But yeah, genuinely, I think this is the peak episode of the season. I don't think we're going to get much better than this. Than Wendy Williams motionlessly singing. (laughs) I wish Joel was there. If Joel was there, it would have been a perfect episode. It would have been so funny. 
This was the episode to bring Joel, if any of them. But of course, he couldn't be a judge because he was performing as four of the different characters. <laughs> well, is that it? I think so. You guys want to play your uh, April Fool's episode of One Star? <laughs> That'll come out in a full year from now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly a full year. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Leather Velma. That's me. Follow me. I'm on Twitter at Mala Turnup. If you like bad movies and want to hear me and Quinn talk about them, we have a podcast called One Star. It's on Twitter at One Star Movies. And I'm almost ever on it except for all the episodes I'm on. Um, you mumbled that, said it upwards, and <laughs> so far away from the mic. <laughs> I said it's a podcast that I'm that I'm never on except all the times that I am on it. Yeah, the most uh, the guest that's promised to be on there the least, but is not. <laughs> but it's been on the most. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm on Twitter at Tyler Moliterno. I have another show called The Silver Screen Breakdown where we talk about movies. I have a show called Generation Animation where we talk about cartoons. Both of those are on the Fan Off Network of podcasts. And you can also find... That's it. I don't have any more plugs. (laughs) You can also find me at... I just read my address. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) I'm not going to. I live there too (laughs) If it was just my address, she'd be fine with it. Yeah, that's your own prerogative. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, happy birthday, Tyler, I guess. This is the birthday episode. <laughs> happy birthday. How come no one told me today was your birthday? It's, it's tomorrow. Not, it's tomorrow. Yeah, but like we're pretending it's tomorrow. Right. Oh, good point. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, it's your birthday. <laughs> It's Tyler's birthday episode. Congrats. You saw Lips. <laughs> Lips was a good birthday present. Yeah. <laughs> was was Lips already revealed when she was talking about her lip fillers? No, that was while she was still in the costume, right? Yeah. It was funny. Yeah, just yeah. everything was Wendy. Did we say bye? I don't know. Bye. We didn't. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>